welcome to Radio Menea. I'm Miriam Suela Perez. And I'm Vero Valletti Flores. And for today's episode, we're going to be talking about verano. Yes, summer. And all of the vibes that go with that season, because we are about there, summertime in the East Coast. Oh my God, I just cannot wait till it's beach time, though. Yes. We're like almost there. It's like the weather's getting warm. Your legs are able to be bare. Your arms are out in the world. Pieces of skin are getting sunlight that never did for months. What is your favorite beach? In the world? I mean, okay, so I'm in New York City. and you know, It's a hard question. This is unscripted, it's folks. It's a hard question. But in New York, hands down, it's got to be Jacob Reese. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a queers of color paradise mm. there. Plus, you don't necessarily have to wear a top, which technically you don't have to anywhere in New York, but it actually feels safe to do it there. And I hate tan lines, so it works out really well for nice. me. Nice. Um, yeah, it's just like all sorts of like screaming queens and beautiful brown people at the beach having a great time. I love it. Uh, but you know, like I'm also like super spoiled from Caribbean beaches because that's what I grew up on. Right, so, right. you know, it's not like the nicest beach. I definitely saw a maxi pad float by once. Oh, well, that's New York because, City you living. Know, it's like a New York City yeah. beach. It's like disgusting. Yeah. But the scene makes it worth it for me. I didn't even care. I just kept it moving. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, shout out for a beach that's accessible by public transportation. You can take the bus that's there. Right. But yeah, that those are the kind of things that come with being so close to an urban center. Trash. <laughs> So the song that we are just listening to right now is um, Diaz by Bill Johnson. And the reason that I wanted to play it is because it just gives me summer vibes. Johnson is a friend of mine on Facebook, so I chatted him up. And, um, you know, he's from northern Mexico where Caribbean music isn't necessarily the norm, and this sort of has like a Caribbean feel. But he told me that, you know, like, he has like a thing with the ocean, and um, the name of the album that this song is on is called Principe del Mar. And he wanted to create something beachy and tropical. And, you know, so it's this sort of interesting outsider perspective. But I think he succeeded in creating something beachy and tropical because that's what I'm thinking about when I hear this song. You're so fancy. That I was like friends with all of these <laughs> artists. And I, unfortunately, most of the artists I listen to are just much harder to access, I think. <laughs> yeah. When you're friends with people that have like five fans, then like it's, Aww, it's easier. Bill. No, he has more than five fans. <laughs> I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. I'm just making fun of myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, someday Prince Royce and I will chill and it'll be all good. Yeah. One day Prince Royce is going to come on Radio Minute. Oh my God. I, I don't even know what I would do. I'm like very gay, but like pictures of him on Instagram, I get a little like... <laughs> My, I got a little, I don't even know. I do, I do. I'm like, something about his 
particular style. I don't know what it is, but you get some feelings. I get some. Fe- I like catch some feelings about Prince Royce. I don't know. Confessions, <laughs> true confessions, in Riley Minaya. Sadly, I'm not. We're not bringing any Prince Royce uh, to this episode, but we are bringing some other songs that remind us of summer. Enamoradito by Oscar de Leon. Sounds of, of Caribbean music just make me think of summer immediately. And this song is such a classic. It's from 2004. You know, he's really uh, an amazing artist and has contributed decades of music to um, the Latino yeah. genre. He started his career in the yeah. 70s with uh, Dimension Latina. And he. Yeah, man. Original game. Yeah, and he just released an album this year with Los Blanco at 72. I can only hope to be kicking it like this viejo at 72. You know, he's known as El León de la Salsa, but, you know, listening to the song just makes mm-hmm. me think of summer. It's also the Caribbean instruments that, that feel very summer-like to me. Thinking about being on the beach, maybe wearing a guayabera, drinking, you know, rum and coke or something else, <laughs> just to be totally like a Cuban stereotype. But Beto, he's your people. Did you grow up listening to his music? Oh, absolutely I did. I mean, Llorarás is like an absolute classic, right? I think that... Um, many of us know and really love that song. And um, another favorite of mine, um, of his, is Detalles, which is basically about how you shouldn't slack on the details with your long-term boo just because, like, they're bagged, you know? Like, just because you're in a relationship for a long time, just because you know that your boo is here for you doesn't mean that you shouldn't buy her flowers, that you shouldn't take her out. So these are the things that he's talking about in Detalles. And I actually saw him once in concert many years ago now um, in Minnesota. That's amazing. Yeah, I saw him in Minnesota um, at um, this place called The Quest in Minneapolis. When I was 18 years old, I um, it was like the summer after I graduated high school, my good friend Paola, she was horrified that I did not know how to dance salsa. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I am going to personally remedy the situation. And she would drag me to the salsa night in Minneapolis. On Monday nights, we would go to the salsa night and like stay out until we got kicked out of the bar. And like slowly but surely, I learned how to salsa, learned how to merengue learn how to bachata, all of that stuff. That's where I saw Oscar de Leon, and wow. it was great. I'm really glad that I got to go. I was like, wow, you know, like my people have really gotten somewhere. If like there's, you know, enough of a demand that like a bunch of us in Minneapolis, Minnesota are coming to see an Oscar de Leon show.
and I was reading some about like, his career, and there was there was someone who wrote, you know, kind of hating a little bit on Venezuela and its contribution to music, sort of saying that it was so unusual that he, such a big star, using particularly producing like salsa music, came out of a country with very little musical contribution, which I'm not sure if that's really fair. Harsh, harsh, totally unfair. Venezuela is going through a really intense economic crisis and music studios are not the number right. one priority. Yeah, okay? well, and this was written, <laughs> this was definitely not written recently. It was from like the Encyclopedia of Music or something that had been reprinted. But yeah, but yeah we, you know, I think we can prove them wrong. There's lots of Venezuelan artists that, that are <laughs> worth listening to, but yeah. Oscar de Leon, this is just a, a classic. And, you know, one of the things we were talking about is that so many of our home countries don't have the kind of seasonality that we do in the U.S., right? Like so many of us are transplants from much warmer places or our families are. Um, so this idea of even like dreaming about summer, thinking about summer when it's like cold and snowy, you know, doesn't isn't the reality of the Caribbean at least, right? Right. But, I mean, I think for us as immigrants or kids of immigrants, I think in some degree, dreaming about summer is dreaming about home, you know, like a place where it's always this way. Although obviously that's not true for all of Latin America, you know, and like Argentina and Chile and like some, you know, like places like closer to the south, there's actual seasons Mm -hmm. with like snow even maybe. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's, yeah, but that's totally true for me, especially because we would, the most time I would spend in Miami was summers. But often, you know, when I was younger, we'd spend the whole summer in Miami. So it's like Miami was kind of Cuban culture for me and it was summer and it was like all wrapped up. Yeah. And then even when we'd go in December, it felt like summer because I was living in North Carolina, That's which right. had seasons. So it, I definitely, when I hear salsa or, or other Caribbean music, I definitely think of, of, think of summer. So good excuse. So what's your favorite thing about summer, Pettis? Oh, um, you know, I think it's like, Number one, everybody is social again after being like hibernating all winter long. I feel like the older I get, the truer it is too, because my friends are just like more coupled up and more like homebodies. So I'm happy that it's warm <laughs> now and people are like down to go out again. Um, and just I think about run, driving around in the summer at night with my windows down, listening to music. It's just there's like almost no better feeling than that. My favorite things about summer are. The beach, obviously, like probably the number one favorite thing about the summer is the beach. But I also like, I like being hot, you know, like even when I complain about it, even when it's like mad hot and I'm sweaty and it's humid, I don't love the humidity, but like even then I'll take a moment and then think about it and be like, actually, I love this. And I love like hot weather outfits. I love being able to show a little bit more skin, be a little bit more slutty. And then I also love tomatoes. That's like dorky, <laughs> but tomatoes just aren't good any other time of yeah, year. Yeah, it's true. Like I'm here for heirloom tomato season. Mm, agreed. Agreed. So the song that I brought for you is a song by a band that I really love. They're um, these Dominicana Mujeres called Mula, and this song is called Retumba.
Mula is um, three women that are Dominicanas. I first came across these artists when there was just two of them, the two sisters, Anabel and Cristabel Acevedo, and they went by Las Acevedo, and they were this sort of like Caribbean folk duo, they're twin sisters. Uh, but now this is, Mula is like an electronic project with, you know, these same twin sisters plus this other mujer, Rachel Rojas. And it is just everything. I feel like it's like speaking directly to me um, with all of its influences. So this song, at the basis of it is the Bam Bam rhythm, which is, you know, most famously used um, in everyone's sort of like favorite anti-choice slut shaming song slash dance hall banger oh, <laughs> murder Lord. she wrote. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, shout out my girl Isha Pandit for alerting me to that fact because the song is in Patois and, you know, like if I read the lyrics, I can get what's going on, but like I don't necessarily understand it. I, I just know that it sounds amazing and that I want to move my hips. I really like that they're using it here because I think that it shows that, you know, Caribbean music, regardless of who our colonizers were, is actually a conversation, right? And not just like, oh, here we are over here in the West Indies and here we are over here in the in Caribbean, Latin America and our music will never collaborate with each other. Another thing that I really love about this song is that, so first it sort of isolates um, the Bam Bam rhythm and then it goes into this sort of like IDM electronic breakdown that really sort of reminds me of my, you know, Warp Records loving heart, my days of liking that sort of music. Tell those of us who aren't that cool, what's Warp Records? Warp Records is a label that held a lot of electronic artists that were doing sort of all of this very experimental electronic music that um, became known as IDM, which is intelligent dance music. Got it. And, um, you know, that's sort of like a totally snobby name. And a lot of the people who were members of sort of what that genre became really didn't like it either, yeah. but that's sort of the shorthand that it's known as now. Got it. Very cool. Well, I'm, I'm into this song for sure. All right. The next song I have for you all is Barquito by Tito El Bambino. The song's from 2011, and I think it was around that time that this song was my absolute jam. Um, the chorus in particular always got me something about, you know, the singing about La Sirena, and it just, it, it was, just kind of grabbed my heart a little bit. And it has that nautical theme, you know, singing about a barquito that, that makes me think of summer, which is why I picked this song. Yo 
And I have one particular memory of listening to the song on repeat constantly when I was living in New York. I used to, I've lived in Brooklyn a couple different times, so I live in D.C. now. And I was volunteering at the Park Slope Food Co-op. The which, Park Slope Food Co-op. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, which, if you've lived in New York um, or Brooklyn, or particularly if you've been in political circles, like you've probably heard of this place. It's kind of a... It feels like something out of a Portlandia episode or something, but it's Brooklyn style. Um, And it's it's basically a food club where you have to be a member to shop there. You know, very sort of 70s communist style thing um, or socialist perhaps. And um, but it has the most amazing produce and and the food is really cheap because there's no profit. So cheap. Yeah. So I was a member and I'm actually a pretty big fan, although I know, Veto, you're not really a Park Slope Food Co-op fan. Listen, I'm here for the bougie, cheap groceries, but it's like the Soviet job creation program in there. You have to go through like three different people to check out. It's true. And, you know, like, why just not make people work less? I know, but, um, I know. I digress. Yeah. Let's talk about so, this song. <laughs> so, so the memory was I was volunt- I was working my shift. Um, I was like stocking the dairy case. So I was wearing like this big, like coat to keep warm in this dairy case and listening to this song over and over and over again, um, which maybe helped me like think about the warmth that was not that was outside of that dairy case while I worked my shift. Um, so Tito and Bambino started his career as part of the duo Hector y Tito, and they have a lot of really good hit songs um, from the 90s. Very popular Puerto Rican artist. Uh, he went solo in 2004 and has continued to produce a lot of uh, music under the, um, under the sort of nomenclature of Tito Bambino. And this song is, you know, kind of a hybrid, right? Like it's not really reggaeton. It's like, maybe it's like Latino pop. Um, it has yeah. a very, it's very sweet, I think. So it doesn't really fit the reggaeton genre, but his music, his most recent stuff has been, is as much harder edge to it and is very much more fits into the reggaeton genre. I also like about this song that there's a seed in I in it. I'm just here for any and all mm. mentions of mermaids. Yes. Yes. Veto has a little bit of a mermaid obsession. <laughs> I do what's not to love let's be honest I know, I know yeah i mean it's it's all about like tantalizing love and the ocean and perhaps hallucinations i'm not really sure <laughs> maybe uh, but yeah. the song that i brought next is called soul train and it's by destiny frascheri disco vibe just feels like summer to me um and i think that sort of the vibe of the song for me is also affected by the video if you watch the music video it's just this gorgeous it looks like it's shot on like super eight or something um similarly vintagey and it's like this great like black and brown lower east side block party vibes you know um and so this woman, this mujer, is called Destiny Frascheri or Destiny. She used to go by Princess Nokia. Um, and I think that she's going to be releasing some more um, music under that Princess Nokia name, which is more of like a futuristic sort of hip hop um, project. But this is a little bit more analog, a little bit more disco, a little bit soft summer vibes. Mm-hmm. 
You know, she's always been really um, upfront and vocal about her indigenous and Afro-Latina roots. Um, and when she debuted the video for this song, she said that it was about black revolution and honoring our cultures, which, uh, you know, she identified as really being at the root of how resilient Latino communities are. So um, I just have a lot of love for this mujer. And this song is just so summery and block party and great. It's just like puro party, you know? <laughs> yes. Love it. I can just like imagine the Lower East Side as it used to be, right? When it was like mostly immigrant and much more people of color than these days. It's gotten kind of bougie, That's sort of right. hipsterfied, but it kind of brings it back to That's that. That's right. To that but, 70s. You know, there's still time. those huge projects there, so brown people are holding it down. It's true. Very true. I'm working and I pay. I always misbehave. I shake it like some change. I can shake it every day. Shake it till I break it. Right. Well, thank you so much for listening. This has been an episode of Radio Menea. We hope you're listening to this while jamming out in shorts and a t-shirt and planning your summer vacacion a la playa. As always, you can find us online at radiomenea.com and all of our different social media lugares and all the songs that we talked about here will be found on our website, radiomenea.com. If you're feeling this podcast, uh, you can do us a big favor and leave a review on iTunes. It makes a huge difference in getting our show in front of new people. And we've seen lots of lovely comments and feedback on Facebook. And we would love to see some of that on iTunes. So thank you for listening. Gracias. Till next time. Ciao.